0: So what happens if the Democrats win in 2020? Well, we, we get socialism, the worst system known to mankind. That's what's going to happen. If we let them win, it literally will be the destruction of our country. Socialism, 100 million people killed by socialism. Oh, let's bring that to America. I mean, I'm not sure people realize how radical the mainstream left has become where they are advocating for systems that killed 100 million people. Mussolini, he killed hundreds of people, but oh, the horrors of fascism, socialism on the other side, millions people, millions of people killed, and the Democrats, they're running on a socialist platform, that would be the equivalent of right-wingers running as straight-up Nazis. Uh, the impeachment scandal is their attempt at a communist Bolshevik revolution. I'm telling you, if we don't crush these people like bugs, we will go the way of the Soviet Union. Before we talk about all of the dead people from socialism, let's lighten up the mood a bit. Let's lighten up the mood. Talk to you about Black Rifle Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. They are a veteran owned and operated premium small batch roast to order coffee company for people who love America. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world and they always roast to order their coffees for you. After you place the order, so that ensures that you get the freshest coffee available. And they developed their explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus that they learned as military members serving this great country. So the best way to get Black Rifle Coffee is to subscribe to Black Rifle Coffee Club. Black Rifle Coffee Club gives you discounted prices on your club orders, free shipping, and then if you use my discount code WHB, you're going to get an additional 20% off your first order. You get to choose the amount of blends that you crave, and you don't have to worry about anything so you can keep making America the land of the free, the home of the brave, without rushing to the store and going through all that hassle. No, instead, wake up to America's Coffee by going to blackriflecoffee.com slash WHB, that's blackriflecoffee.com slash WHB. Then you enter the discount code WHB to receive twenty percent off your first order of any coffee products. BlackRifleCoffee slash WHB. All right, you want to talk about the real vile villains of history? Let's talk about Vladimir Lenin. Let's talk about Joseph Stalin. I mean, between the two of those dudes, they killed 67 million people. All right. Chai kam Mao Zedong killed anywhere from 38 to 45 million people. And between Kim Jong-un in North Korea and his dad, Kim Jong-il. I'm so lonely. Yeah. Little Mr. Ronery killed almost 2 million people between him and his son, who's the current leader of North Korea. How does that socialism sound to you? If you take the body count, conservatively estimating about 100 million people, take those corpses, the victims of socialism, line them head to toe, one next to the other, and circle the globe, you will circle the globe almost four times. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, No, I'm going to go with a hard pass on that one. And yet, scarily enough, the popularity of socialism is on the rise. A recent Gallup poll found that 58% Of Americans ages 18 to 34, think that where you line the dead people up, that socialism, that system, is good for the country, and that democratic socialist politicians like Senator Bernie Sanders and Representative Alejandra Casio Cortez, they have huge support from millennial and Generation Z voters, the Zoomers. Sure, capitalism has its flaws, of course it does but what system has lifted more people out of poverty than any other economic system in history? Try nothing, try none of them. I mean, every country socialism has touched has had a disastrous impact on it. Oh, what about the socialist utopias of Sweden and Norway and Denmark? It's working great, let's bring that to America. Well, no, guess what? Those countries rely on capitalism to survive, not socialism. Yes, they have their welfare states that are subsidized by market economies. Before Sweden built its socialist framework, it got rich with what? Oh, free trade, all right? And it was much more successful back then. According to Investors.com, Sweden was the fourth richest country in the world. By 1995, though, it had fallen to 14th, and during this period, no new jobs were created in the private sector. Then the country gradually abandoned its welfare agenda by deregulating, by freeing trade, by cutting taxes, by privatizing the nation's pension system, and Sweden started to thrive again. In fact, some of those Nordic states hate when you refer to them as socialists because they're not actually. The former prime minister of Denmark, Lars Lock Rasmussen, said the Nordic model is an expanded welfare state which provides a high level of security to its citizens, but it is also a successful market economy with much freedom to pursue your dreams and live your life as you wish. So these socialists, AOC and Bernie Sanders, and all of the rest of them in America, basically the entire lineup of the Democratic candidates for president, are trying to associate with this horrendous ideology. But they don't want to associate, they don't want to acknowledge the hellholes where their dreams of a planned economy controlled by a central power have actually been... Totally devastating. No, they don't want to associate with Cuba. Yeah, sure, it's working great in the Nordic homogeneous states, but they don't want to associate with Cuba. They don't want to associate with East Germany. They don't want to associate with North Korea or Nicaragua. No, they only want to. They only want to point to the success of these small homogeneous Nordic nations. Well, that's not what we have here. We in America do not have a homogeneous population. But they'd rather you not look at Venezuela where the, I mean, look, the people are run over by trucks. This is what you want? How has socialism been working out for that country? How has socialism been working out for Venezuela? Well, Hugo Chavez, who idolized Fidel Castro, left the country in the hands of a man named Nicolas Maduro. Nicolas Maduro is a member of the United Socialist Party of Venezuela. And under his great leadership, well, what happens in Venezuela? Well, they don't have toilet paper, all right? They don't have toothpaste, they can barely eat there. In Venezuela, you walk into the stores and there's nothing on the shelves. Oh, those are in charge of doing just great. AOC, you know, the people in charge, the people who are actually the rulers, these bastards. AOC not going to she's not going to bike to work like she's insisting you do. No, AOC's still going to have her escalate. It's you that have to suffer under government's control, under socialism. And one place where you never hear about the horrors of socialism is Greece. In Greece, it's mired in policies enacted by the Panhellenic Socialist Movement. You might know them by PASOK, all right? They were founded in 1974 as a radical Marxist-inspired party by Papandreou, who was a socialist. And that party is responsible for driving Greece into the ground. Buried to the neck in debt, they needed three international bailouts. No one talks about the socialism in Greece. Hardly anyone in Greece has a job because of this wonderful thing called socialism. But don't worry, there, there are plenty of government pensions, there are plenty of paychecks and welfare benefits for everyone. They just don't know how they're gonna pay for it. And as of 2015 in Greece, half of the young people were unemployed. Oh, but don't pay attention to Greece. Don't pay attention to that mess. Look at Sweden, <laughs> applause, applause, applause. Look at Sweden, it's working great there. No, no one likes to talk about the actual places where socialism fails. And it's not just third world hellholes. No one talks about Spain. How is socialism working out in Spain? Well, the socialists launched the largest stimulus package in the EU, in the European Union, as a share of the economy. But despite this intervention, the Spanish economy was stagnant, still stagnant by 2010, and the deficits were staggering. The national debt was doubled overnight, doubled overnight. And these failures meant that they, what did they have to do? Well, they had to raise taxes. Despite unemployment reaching a historic low and the economy falling apart, they had to tax the people in Spain. So Spain, they learned the lesson the hard way. They had to pay the price. Let's not here in America make the same mistake. Let's not be a country that is ruined by the repeatedly debunked myth of socialism. Its growing popularity is horrifying. Its growing popularity is worrisome, but there is no evidence to suggest that this stupid ideology has ever worked, and yet we have a primary political party. We've got two political parties in America, at least two important ones, and one of them is openly championing a system that has failed nations who have dabbled in it and killed millions of people. I mean, that should not be a mainstream belief in America if we want to thrive and continue to be the greatest country in the world. And this ideology is one of the most dangerous threats to the survival of our country. And that is why it is imperative that the Democrats fail in their malicious and un-American attempts to eject this president from office. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to the White House Brief Podcast. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please rate it. And if you feel like doing it, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.